Greetings, holiday shoppers. Welcome to Christmas Creeps, your one-stop shop for holiday film and TV shows all year round. Hi, my name is Joseph Wade. I'll be your host for this evening. Uh, Tonight, we're doing something a little bit differently. Uh, This is going to be a miniature-sized episode, but hopefully it'll become part one of a larger series of, uh, I guess you could call it, investigative film journalism. Uh, We are discussing a lost piece of Christmas film (laughs) history this week. And we have a very special guest here with us to discuss it. Uh, so joining me tonight is uh, my very good friend, novelist, music blogger, and all-around excellent person, Libby Cudmore. Hi there. Hi, Libby. How's it going tonight? It's going good. How about you? So tonight we're talking about The Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, Libby, uh, tell me a little bit about your history with this film. Well, this is one of my favorite movies. I saw it when I was a kid and have just loved it ever since. I think it's beautiful. I love the music in it. I love stop motion. And I've had sort of a lifelong love affair with stop motion animation. And I just, I, it's one of my favorites. I watch it every year at Halloween and was really just obsessed with it sort of before the, the Disney love for it, where now you can find, find it everywhere. Uh, I read a lot of books on it. A lot of my merchandise that I bought was Japanese exclusives because that's the only place to get it uh, oh. before. Yeah. Um, before about 2003, 2004, when people were like, hey, actually, this is a really good movie, and Disney just, you know, sold right out on it. So now you can't you can't go to Walgreens without seeing Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. So, of course, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. This, this was definitely one that, like, it got big on DVD or video, like, years after the fact. And it wasn't, like, an immediate hit. Yeah, um, because... I, would, I did not see it in theaters. I saw it later in 3D, and I was just like, I cried. I was like, it's so beautiful. I was just so overwhelmed. But I, I cried a little bit. Like, I, I could never bring myself to go see it in theaters, because, partly because I was afraid I was going to run into that crowd. Oh, yeah, oh, that crowd's the worst. No. But no, I think I saw there were like four other people there. But yeah, you don't want to like sit. Well, I mean, now now you would. This is the first time it's released in 3D. You don't want to sit next to like a thousand crying girls in Hot Topic dresses singing along with every goddamn word. <laughs> No, no, no. That's why I avoid all things. That's no fun. It's like, and especially like at the the ravages of time. Like at the age I am now, I would feel super weird going to see Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, at at my age, and then seeing next to me is like a row of just like fourteen-year-old girls who are just in its thrall, and then there's me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Me and like my you know shorts and sandals, and like, eh. And it's a movie that hasn't aged particularly well. Like, I'm not really sure what the plot is. Like, hey, don't try anything new. Like, don't ever leave your hometown. Is it like a goth version of our town? I'm really not sure. (laughs) Like, I don't don't know too many musicals where the theme is stay in your lane. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could make an argument about cultural appropriation, but it really is. We could, yeah. But I don't want to. And also, there's not a lot of women in Halloween Town. I don't know. It's just... That's no, really true. Just, you, you, you've really got you've got Sally, and that's about it. It's just kind of the, the female smurf. I love Sally, but also I was just like, "Girl, he's trash. Just you deserve better." It's a quick Is it is it weird? Let me ask you this: Is it weird that Sally's like the only main major like female character in that film, and she's kind of yeah, I think you just said it. She's kind of like not a real person. Yeah, she just sort of like simple. Like I've had kids, and I get it, but. It's still, right. I don't know. You just want her to go to college and find her, find herself. 
that makes it like my best friend quoted the night before Christmas at my wedding, and I love it. I love it so much that I, I it's one of those things I will not let myself think about. I'm just gonna like no. And the music is so 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 beautiful, and just it's it's Danny Elfman's best. I mean, it's been a long time since we did our episode on this on this movie, but I do recall like I think the music being like the one really kind of Im- unimpeachable thing about it. Oh, so, yeah. Like Danny Elfman just ruled. Yeah, and I actually saw him perform it. My husband and I's one month anniversary. Uh, they were doing like the music of Tim Burton at Lincoln Center, and we bought two tickets and we went down to Lincoln Center for the day. And we had those late seats. We were sitting next to two goth girls. Of- course you were oh yeah, god they were so nice they were on a date and i was really happy for them we're like he's got married and i'm like yeah so what you're saying is that the the thrall of nightmare before christmas is huge oh my god. it's yes. it's it's gonna be one that we remember and specifically we remember some very odd things about it uh like like the thing that you put on on twitter today i'll put a link to that in the show notes but um it this something about um twitter people finding you know uh old alternate versions of movies like somebody discovered the alternate ver- the alternate ending to mac and me which is yes shocking and gruesome and horrifying <laughs> and i think that jogged a memory in your brain because you need to find something about nightmare before christmas tell us what that is yes so um there's a scene where jack is looking at oogie boogie's lair it was a deleted scene and he's looking for santa and from the left side of the screen, a candy cane grabs him around the neck and pulls him against a very disheveled, bug-ridden, angry Santa. And he says, are you looking for me? And it cuts out. And it is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, just a hard cut from Santa being, like, extremely disgruntled to just whatever the next scene was. Yeah, just like, here's a scene. Oh, no. I don't even remember. We were just... How, uh, how, how, where, where did you see this scene? Where, where did you find this? At the spring 2000, just my freshman year of college, I was in my friend Anthony's room with my friend Anne and obviously Anthony. And we were watching her DVD of The Nightmare Before Christmas. And we were flipping around through all the deleted scenes. Because we had had it on VHS, but we were watching the deleted scenes. And the one that stands out to me that we watched previous, like before the creepy Santa was the vampires playing uh, hockey with Tim Burton's head, which they decided was too gruesome and replaced it with a pumpkin. Um, and then sort of from that menu of deleted scenes, we found this deleted evil Santa scene. And it's a fully shot scene. There's a couple of the deleted scenes, which are, um, storyboards. There's one where Dr. Finkelstein revealed, uh, Oogie Boogie's revealed Dr. Finkelstein. There's another that is a, a Oogie, like, melting get sequence. And they couldn't get this eight pound, you know, four foot tall puppet to do. You can still hear, you hear it in the, the, music there's like a weird jazzy breakdown and that was supposed to be the scene those are storyboarded this was actually shot so they finished this part of the film and then just decided to cut it yes because it's fucking terrifying an actual legitimate deleted scene yeah. right so uh and there's only a handful of those because you know it take three days to shoot a scene so the fact that they would have this and not use it is significant right yeah and you're you're posing this question to the internet because this scene has gone missing correct yes I've never, I told my husband about it. It's like he remembers this being like one of the first things he knew about me was that I had seen this weird scene. <laughs> and it's like one of the things I just tell people. Because uh, we looked on his DVD and we could find it. I mean, we scoured mm-hmm. every inch of that thing. We could not find this scene. I think he thought like this woman is crazy. 
and and so like maybe it was an Easter egg, so you were clicking on all the little buttons just to make sure everything did what it was supposed to do. Yes, we like followed through to make sure it was attacked on another scene. We were never able to find it. Wow. Yeah, which makes it even scarier. But I remember talking to Anne about it later, being like, "Whoa, that was fucking weird." But Anne and I lost touch. I think she sold the DVD, and we've never been able to find it again. Oh, the Nightmare Before Christmas is so huge that you can't. I can't imagine that any deleted scenes being left off of any like subsequent release. You know, I just can't imagine Disney doing that. Actually, I can, but you know what? The point being, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas is so beloved. Everyone is such a fan of this film. Like, I'm, su- I'm surprised that there isn't more evidence of this scene out there, you know? Exactly. And I, I mean, I, I've looked for a couple of years. Like, I'll have this flashback, us, and remember it and look to see if someone has discovered it. But I can, I guess I can kind of see why I leave it off because it's scary. And. Things get lost. I mean, I can I can see why they would leave it out of the film, sure. Yeah. But like out of off the DVD, I I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. But it has to it has to be out there, or I have an incredibly cool sense of dreams. I just dream weird deleted scenes from movies. I don't know if that's cool or sad. Yeah, I think it's sad. Libby has a very specific case of the Mandela effect. <laughs> We're going to investigate that night. So. So. Okay, so that you got me to, to thinking about this, and I started to look around on the internet a little bit, and I, I found on Amazon what, what I think is the very first, the original DVD release of Nightmare Before Christmas. It came out in December of 97, <laughs> and yeah, December 3rd, 1997, it's on Amazon right here. It's a, The cover is uh, Jack Skellington on the sort of the outlook over the field. With the big moon in the background, Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Across the top, it's the giant widescreen banner. Uh, no, Nothing else. No mention of Disney. Uh, this was probably released under the Touchstone uh, banner because that's kind of what Disney did with stuff they didn't believe in back in the 90s. And, you're, and so your feeling is that that's the DVD where this deleted scene can be found. Yes, I don't. Obviously, it had to have been a DVD from before probably no later than 2001 because um, we were watching it in early 2002 okay. so but i don't believe she had it for a christmas present so i think it would have even been earlier than that years later because the one my husband has is the black cover it's got the gates and it still says the nightmare before christmas subsequent versions would be walt disney's tim burton's the nightmare before christmas but the that version which is labeled as a special edition does not and I believe that one's from around yeah. 2003. It's probably a 10th anniversary edition. Yeah, I think that might have been the version I owned at one point. And I, sorry to say, do not own it anymore. Um, but since then, you know, there have been, you know, the 20th anniversary release. I think that's the one that has the big, just Jack Skeleton's big face right there on the front. Yeah. And yeah. I think uh, the Blu-ray is the exact same. And those, I mean, those might have it. I don't know. Um, I have not. We just have the, the version that Vivian has. The other, the other possibility is if any listener out there has Nightmare Before Christmas on Laserdisc, yes, this might be a place to look as well. Right up there with the you know, naked Jessica Rabbit stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess to round this this first episode out, we are putting this question to you, the listeners. Can you help us find this scene? Please. If you have, if you have a, the original DVD, if you have the Laserdisc. If for some strange reason it's actually on the Blu-rays and we don't know about it, please let us know. 
Um, you can get at us a couple of different ways. Uh, you can email us at xmascreeps at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Christmas Creeps or Libby, where can they find you on Twitter? At Libby Cudmore. Please, like if you know anything about this scene, please let us know so that we can sort of understand that we are not crazy That's, here. This is really, really important. Because I would, I would love to see this. I would love to see this scene for myself, having never seen it. Yes. And I think it's, it's, you know, kind of an important piece to get out there. I mean, why not? Right. This film is so huge now. Like, why not put out as much of it as we possibly can? Like, why not have it all out there? Yeah, it'd be a huge hit with the, I mean, just think of the, you know, the possibilities. Think of the BuzzFeed articles. Exactly. Uh, creepiest Santas. I mean, this, we need this. <laughs> it should be noted, the scene is only, it's less than 30 seconds long. I mean, it's very, very, very quick, which leads me to maybe tack on something else. But I want to say, I mean, this is my memory playing tricks on me, that there was a short uh, written intro. So um, that might be something to look for. Uh, click around on your DVD. We did watch it on a DVD player, so not on an Xbox where you can move a cursor or anything like that. I remember the age of actually using DVD players, and you you would have to use the arrow buttons to go to all the go through all the menus and stuff. Yeah, like remote. Yeah, an actual remote control, and not just your your PlayStation controller yeah. or uh, your your mouse to click yeah, around so, on the computer. So um, it be tacked on to another scene, but it's it's in there. I, I just I know it is in my heart. This is our, our, our new ongoing podcast to, to discover this scene. We are This is Finding Creepy Santa. Uh, we want to find it, and we want to put it out there on the internet for the rest of you to find it as well. Uh, so come on back for episode two when we have uh, more information to share about this uh, Nightmare Before Christmas lost artifact. Good night, everybody. Good night.